Welcome to the Seed Time Money Podcast. I'm your host, Bob Loddick, and I hope you are doing good. Today, we're talking about 17 things that frugal people do not do. Linda and I found this article titled 17 Things That Frugal People Don't Do, and we decided to kind of go through this article and kind of take it as a quiz just to see whether or not uh, we are actually frugal, according to this article anyway. And we had a good amount of fun doing it, and the video actually did really well over on YouTube and and Instagram as well. And we post our videos over on Instagram as well. So if you don't follow us over there, yeah, you can oftentimes see these podcasts as videos. So be sure to do that. We're at seed time over there. But yeah, I don't want to talk any more about it. Let's just get to it. So do you think we're frugal? Yeah, I would consider us frugal. Not cheap. I don't know if I think we're frugal. I'm not really sure. So depending on who you ask, we may or may not be frugal. But we found a little test that we're going to go through. I'm going to do it. All right, 17 things frugal people usually don't do. And I don't know if we're frugal or not. It's like a quiz. Yeah, it's like one of those online quizzes where you get the picture. And so we're going to go through this and see how frugal we are. Because I'm not sure if we're frugal. There's some things where people would say we're frugal. And the other things I think people would be like, Mm -mm. you're not frugal. So we'll see. Anyway, most frugal people don't finance cars. Yes, we don't finance cars. We are out of that cycle. We Hallelujah. Got that one right. Thank you, Jesus. We are out of that cycle. And yes, we bought our last three cars with cash. Mm-hmm. And once you break out of that cycle, we just keep saving up money each month like we would a car payment. So the next car we can continue to buy with cash. Wait, we bought our last four cars with cash because you bought cars. the Taurus, remember? I did buy a Taurus. That's another story for another time. (laughs) Frugal people usually don't overdraft their bank account. That's true. Uh, I can't remember the last time we've done that. So that's been really good. Okay. Frugal people usually don't compromise their dietary health to save money. I think that's definitely true. And that's one area people would say we're not frugal because we spend a lot of money on groceries because we buy generally pretty clean food. We don't shop at Whole Foods a whole lot because it's it's more than a whole paycheck. It's like three paychecks, you know? (laughs) Especially with the amount our kids eat. Oh, man. We got some eaters in our household. It's good. It's good. But we value the importance of maintaining our health. And Mm -hmm. we know from a big picture that that's really important. Even financially, you could argue financially that that's a huge important thing because if you don't take care of your health now, it'll be far more expensive later on. Yeah. Uh, frugal people usually don't carry credit card balances. Check. We never carry a credit card balance. I encourage you not to do the same. Uh, frugal people usually don't keep up with the Joneses. I don't think we do this, but we're Americans. I'm sure some of that creeps into... What we do every day without even realizing it, but we are working to fight against that. It's hard not to, but it seems like sometimes when you you'll you recognize it more. Maybe that's what it, they mean is that you yeah. actually just recognize that yeah. that's what you're doing, and, and you're then you can stop. And you don't have to buy a new car just because your neighbor bought one. You don't even have to go to. on a Paris vacation just because whatever <laughs> oh, your friend on. I want to go to Paris. Linda wants to go to Paris. So if anybody wants to send us to Paris, <laughs> if you have a Airbnb in Paris that you want to uh, let us in on, we're in. Frugal people usually don't hang out with losers, according to this article. I don't think we do. <laughs> Which one of our friends would we consider Who losers? is the biggest loser of our <laughs> friends? No, we have so many fantastic friends and people in our lives. And there's an old quote that I've heard many times. I think it's by Jim Rohn or something that you are the sum or you will become the group of the five people you spend the most time with and the books that you read. And I really like that. I think there's so much truth to that because reading books, particularly nonfiction, uh, like just really can take us to another level in terms of growing as a person in so many ways. Obviously, the 
Bible is the best book we should be getting into, but there's a lot of wisdom to be gained from a lot of other people. And then on top of that, yes, the people who we're rubbing elbows with and we're spending time with and doing life with, they're going to rub off on us and they're going to shape who we are. And so, yeah, it's really important not to be hanging out with losers. So find some winners. But I think we have to add the caveat here. There is a time to sow into people's lives and to be a mentor and to help someone up and out. And yeah. um, so even if they fall into that loser status, help them not be losers by reaching out and um, loving on them. Right. A couple of weeks ago, we were at that Dave Ramsey event. They said there are four people you need to have in your lives. Friends, mentors, someone to mentor. And what was the other one? I don't remember. And they said you should you should have all of these people in your life and you should have at least one of these people. Yeah. And I think the point is you have somebody pulling you up because mm -hmm. you're a loser to where they are. <laughs> and then you have somebody who is a loser below you who you are pulling up. And stop calling them losers. <laughs> it's horrible. Please don't be offended that we're, oh. this, we didn't write this article. We're just, it's their terminology. We're just reading it. But anyway, having somebody that you can pull up, someone mm -hmm. who can pull you up to the yeah. next level and then peers on your level. Yes. Like, and I, I think that makes a lot of sense. Right. Anyway, frugal people usually don't take fancy vacations, according to this. I don't think we take many tremendously fancy vacations, but we've no. been on a lot of really nice trips and we've done it for free. And so check out our other video if you want to find out more about how we've done that. And we really enjoy a good vacation. Mm. And This uh, is one of those things that... Some people hate traveling, but we really enjoy it. I, that I almost don't agree with because I feel like vaca family vacations are kind of an investment into your family. But it doesn't, you don't necessarily spend a, need to spend a whole lot of money for that to happen, True. as we have proven. But I, but think, I do think it's important. I think yeah. that it's important. And for I know sure. your parents, you know, they didn't have a lot of money to mm -hmm. spend, but they would take you guys camping and do just yeah, trying to do went on, And we went on real vacations with hotels and stuff too, occasionally. <laughs> Frugal people normally don't forget to price compare or price shop. And I, yeah, absolutely guilty. I like, forget this all the time. I don't. <laughs> There's I nothing don't. I buy that I'm not. I it, come home from the grocery store and Bob goes, did you see how much this costs? And I'm like, no. <laughs> like sometimes I know that I'm paying more for something, but it's intentional. There's a reason behind it. I'm not accidentally spending more. I, I'm not getting ripped off that often. It's pretty rare for me. I guess when I buy clothes, I look around. Good. Frugal people normally don't automatically opt for employer-offered health insurance. Well, okay. So when I was working at the church, we had completely free health insurance. So we definitely automatically opted for that. But then mm -hmm. I quit and now I just work with you. And I automatically opted for that too. <laughs> <laughs> The thing here is, yes, we got out of our regular health insurance once we became self-employed and moved to MediShare, which we have another video or two about that we can point you to. And yeah, and we save a ton of money by doing that. We saved almost 50% on what we would have been paying for health share, mm -hmm. uh, by, for health insurance. Health insurance, right. Frugal people normally don't fail to contribute to a 401k. Yeah, one of the best things, if you have an employer match at your company, if they're willing to put in money for every dollar that you put into your 401k or, 413, or 403b, like that's free money. You know, so just go get it, go get it. It's worth it, you know, and it's a guaranteed return. You know, if they're putting a dollar for every dollar, that's a guaranteed 100% return. Like you can't get that anywhere. That's definitely not something you want to pass up. Mm -hmm. Frugal people never stop learning. Um, I think that's a bold statement. I think there are plenty of frugal people who do stop learning. In our case, like I, I'm a lifetime learner. I enjoy learning. I thrive on learning and I... You know, I think we both like learning, different yeah. types of learning. And yeah, I think that has nothing to do with frugality, but whatever. Frugal people also don't even consider the idea of not having a sufficient life insurance policy in place. So frugal people like life insurance. Um, sure. 
I like life insurance. I like life insurance. I think it's a good move. Frugal people do not waste food. I think that's pretty true for us. Like, I hate wasting food. We work hard not to. I mean, I've read some of the stats about, um, I think it's like 26% maybe of food in America goes to waste. Which is just staggering to think about. Mm-hmm. They would go to the grocery store, and if you buy four grocery bags, that one of them would just entirely be wasted. Like, it's terrifying to think about, really. Yeah. And so we do work hard to eat all of our food. And I don't like expired food either. So we really got to be on top of it to make sure that um, we're getting everything eaten. <laughs> or we just give it to the kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Frugal people don't fail to keep a stockpile. So I'm thinking this is about like groceries and stocking up on stuff when it's on sale. Uh, we do a little bit of that. Yeah, it's a not, little bit. We do a little bit of that. Frugal people don't usually pay full price. I think there's a lot of truth to that for us. I don't uh, like paying full price. Yeah. But, but sometimes paying full price for what? I don't know. Everything. Buying a new car or house, piece of furniture from Goodwill. I don't know. I feel like we might be 50-50 on this. Yeah. I think it depends on what it is. Frugal people don't normally forget to um, check insurance rates annually. I shop around for insurance rates, but definitely not annually. How about you? I'm sure you do it annually. I don't care. (laughs) So it is a good thing to do. I just don't do it annually. Probably do it every maybe three or four years, I would guess. Number 17. Don't you want to know what it is? Frugal people do not spend emotionally. I guess I'm not that frugal. (laughs) I think there's no doubt here that not spending emotionally will help. I think the reality is that we are all are making purchases guided by our emotions to some extent. It's just a matter of how much. You know, the idea of, oh, I had a really bad day. I'm going to go buy a new car. Like that type of thing. It's like, that's going to really screw you up. That's pretty intense. Go buy a new dress. Go buy a bag of M&M's on a really bad day. Yeah, I do spend emotionally. But I have a little hack for it. Normally, for me, it's clothes. Like, that's what I like to spend my money on. And so what I do is I just keep it in the bag with the receipt and keep the tags on it. So you go to the store, you bring home four things, you have the tags on them. I literally... Did you try them on in the store? Sometimes, yeah. Or if I, like, order it online or something, Mm, I'll try it on. But I won't, like, wear... It's not like I'm, like, wearing this to, you know, (laughs) the grocery store and (laughs) my kids got spit up all over it. It's not like that. It's just sometimes I just need a minute to have the thrill and have the kind of like... The emotional release the emotional of buying release. some clothes. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> and then I'll take it back. One of my best friends, she would buy emotionally all the time. And then she would have this stuff in her closet that she'd worn once and she hated. And I totally got her doing this now. She's like, Linda, you would be so proud of me. <laughs> I kept it. I kept the receipt and I kept the tags on it. And I would say, well, just take it back. And she'd go, I don't know where the receipt is. I took the tags off. Why did you do that? Like, she didn't even really wanted it. She just wanted the release. So sometimes I'll do that. Okay. Awesome. But I take it back and I get my money back. And I spend it on something else. <laughs> and the cycle continues. All right. Well, I hope you found that helpful. And if you did, as always, please let us know. And if you haven't left us a review at the iTunes store, I would uh, appreciate it if you wouldn't mind taking just a minute to do that. It really helps us out a whole lot, helps us kind of get the word out about the podcast. And it's super simple, just an honest review, honest feedback. We would love it. So that's all for today. Be blessed, be blessing, and we'll see you next time.